Welcome to the More For Me podcast by yours truly, Kat Nicole. What up, homie? What's going on? How's your week been? How you how you living, Biggie Smalls? I'm surrounded by criminals. Um, No, not exactly. But, you know, that is a dope song. Go back and um, find it on your streaming uh, preference. YouTube, Google, ask somebody. I don't even know the name of that song. But welcome. I'm glad that you guys could join me. My volume went way up. <laughs> it's gonna be that kind of day folks let's hang in there how's it going i already said that so we're gonna move right along i want to thank you for tuning in today whether you are watching on youtube or listening on your favorite podcast platform it is a privilege and an honor to be here with you today more for me is all about my journey in life past, present, and even where I'm headed. And I want to take the opportunity to share what I am going through, what I've been through, lessons that I'm learning, things that are happening around me that are impacting and influencing how I choose to move forward and head towards the destination of more that God has for me. But the beauty of that journey is that I want you to accompany me and allow for me to accompany you to the more that God is calling you to. Because if you didn't know it, let me be the first to tell you that whatever you think you want out of life, God has even more in store for you than that thing, no matter how big or small it is. God has and wants more for you. So with that, if you're a first time listener, it's a privilege to have you amongst the squad, amongst my homies. I hope you stick around and now you know what this uh what this show is all about. If you are not here for the first time, welcome back and it's always good to have you. Now, if you haven't done so, take a moment to subscribe, turn on your notifications, but you can also like, share, comment, rate, and review. When you do those things, it helps other people find out about Cat Nicole. And we want to increase our reach so that more people can hear this message and know that their lives could be and should be changed for the better. And they can do that right here, picking up some of these nuggets, taking on some of these challenges and walking towards that destination of more and getting better in everything that they do. Now, now that we get that all out of the way, you've subscribed, you, you're like, yes, I'm going to like, I'm going to comment, I'm going to share. You're going to do all that stuff. And I want to thank you for that. But what do we have this week? Episode number 16. I love it. I love it. Let's keep on climbing. Keep on doing this. Released every Tuesday, coming to your eyes and ears from my heart to yours. And this week, we're going to talk about something that uh, I've been pressing through. And uh, I would say it's definitely been heavy the past quarter of my life, if you will. And that's really just trying to enjoy life. I would definitely have to say that I, for a good minute, actually, didn't really focus on enjoying life. And I began to see life as uh, like being really focused and, and I, I have the ability to have tunnel vision where I zoom in on a thing and I just focus on it and I go, I give it all that I have. But with that focus at times, I become so focused and I can't see anything else around me. I wasn't necessarily enjoying things. So I have this schedule that I try to stick to, but my schedule and the, the, the task or the thing that I'm trying to accomplish at said time, it kind of becomes just it. I lose sight of why. I lose sight of the purpose. And this thing begins to drive me. And so I am literally moving through uh, minutes, hours, days, even weeks, months, and years just trying to get to that goal. And that's not exactly fun. 
I'll be the first to say I do like accomplishing things and and um, feeling like I'm making progress, checking things off the list. But God, God wants us to enjoy life. And so recently I really kind of had this uh, opportunity to, to take a step back and say, um, there's got to be more. Right. There's got to be more. And so some of the things that I did to to figure out, well, uh, what it, how do I get to the point of saying that there has to be more and realize that I was kind of in the hamster wheel um, and this vicious cycle and not really enjoying life? Well, I actually started to take more time to evaluate what is happening around me, not just the outcomes, but the process, the journey. And it also allowed for me to to, to reflect upon those things. So I began to evaluate, reflect, and then I began to shift and change some things around me because I wasn't comfortable. I didn't like what I was seeing and or experiencing. And of course, this is in hindsight because I'm reflecting, I'm evaluating. Uh, but in doing so in this season, it's allowed for me truly guys to become more flexible and responsive to change. Change is always happening. It's always around us. But can you, you have to make the best of change. Like change is only as bad as you make it. And so with that, um, I won't necessarily say that I'm more open and welcoming to change. Like bring it on, bring it on, more change, more change. No, 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 let's not go that far. But when change does come, I'm less prone just to be angry, frustrated versus um, trying to assess how I can shift or make adjustments on my end to embrace what is happening because it has to happen or to make the best of what is happening. And so that has been truly, truly um, like eye-opening for me and, and really allow for me to take time, like even when something doesn't go your way or it's less than ideal, when you slow down and you look at how you can respond and uh, adjust to the change or be more flexible in general, it also gives you an opportunity to, um, to see the good. Because uh, I believe that there's good in everything. And one of the, the biggest blessings of more for me, um, for, for me personally, has been the, uh, the lens that I've begun to look at life through. Um, where I previously could look at a frustration and just see that thing as that. I guess it's a frustration, something that pissed me off. Like, it's not the way I want it. It's out of my control. Don't like it. Next. Kill it. Bury it. All that jazz. But now I can look at something and say, okay. What can I do differently? Um, what is the bright side of this thing? What's the positive? What's the good? Um, and how can this thing make me better? And that's really how we get to, I keep hitting the microphone. And that's really how we get to um, looking at every opportunity as a chance for us to get better, be better, and do better in that moment and especially for the moments to come. Um, and so, so it's been really, really big for me. And even so much so that once I started practicing and exercising this flexibility, uh, kind of calm down, be reflective and flexible and open to change. Once I started exercising, this muscle is definitely getting stronger and it makes me want more of it. And to, to be able to be more nimble and flexible and Gumby like, if you will, and ebb and flow, making the best out of life. And so today, this has been so I would say life altering for me that I wanted to take the time and, and share with you guys the, the five things that um, I believe will assist you in uh, positioning yourself to not just live through the moments, but to enjoy the moments. 
to not just make it through life. Like, oh, I just need to get to the end of this week. I just need to get to the end of this day. But no, enjoy. Enjoy the moments, enjoy the days, the minutes, the hours, and enjoy life. Because that's what God wants for us. He doesn't want us just to uh, to be here and grind, 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 grind. But life is about, um, about enjoying this journey that we're on as well. So let's roll with these, uh, these, uh, these five points um, and see what we have here and how we can be better, do better. <laughs> get better as we uh as we learn and are exposed to, to some different things and in some cases reminded of some things that we can just make sure we're consistently implementing into our lifestyle so one of the first things that i did and i recommend for you is to slow down our life is so fast paced and i talked about it last week man how time just flew by we're in the fourth quarter like time just flies whether you're having fun or not time is going to fly it's going to move but we have to be willing to slow down. It doesn't matter what our neighbor, friend, uh, boss, life puts on us or request of us. There still needs to be an opportunity to slow down. If I had not uh, begun to slow down or embrace the moments where I was slowed down uh, by things that were outside of my control, if I had not begun to embrace that, then I would never have been able to stop to begin to evaluate and reflect upon things to realize that there were shifts or adjustments that I could make to make the best out of a situation or to make it better for me, even to allow for me to get better. None of that would have been possible if I continued to move at that fast pace, just go, 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 go. But just to slow down. In my week, I slowed down. Across my day, I slowed down. Like, literally, just taking the time to slow down. Some of that means doing less. Some of that means getting through what you do um, at a slower pace. Um, some of that means not rushing past things, but taking time to soak it in from my feelings to what's happening, uh, what's been requested of me, but really just slowing down. You're absorbing all of this stuff. And it's almost as if... Um, for me, like uh, you ever seen like um, something move in slow motion? So a video or something they played in slow motion and you can see so much more when it's slowed down versus when it's in uh, regular speed or like double time, which is how I happen to listen to my podcast in double time. But when you slow down, you can really begin to, to take it in. Um, I, my husband was uh, saying to our son, hey, slow down. You can't really taste your food if you're eating that fast or shoving that much into your mouth at one time. But to really like, even when you're eating, slow down, take a bite, enjoy the flavors in the food and the meal that you're eating. Don't just move so fast. So one, you have to slow down. Number two, listening to God more. Listening to God and listening for God, right? So we have those moments where we're very intentional and we sit down and we're like, okay, I'm going to pray. Or I'm going to have my, my Bible time now. And this is when God is going to speak to me. So I'm listening to God. I'm in church. So I'm listening to God. I'm online in a worship service. I'm fully engaged. So I'm listening to God and the message that he's bringing through uh, the, the shepherd of that house. I'm listening to God. But then there's the listening for God. And so that means that I am intentionally connected to him and I've um, have a, a level of clarity and an open mind and heart throughout any day that if he speaks, I hear him. So I have, <laughs> this, I've added colors to my schedule now and it's like, uh, it's in 15 minute increments. I look at every day of the week. I'm trying to optimize um, my schedule and make 
make the best of it, right? I'm all about optimization, but I'm also, I feel like God is working out some things in terms of planning and time to uh, to honor God with your time and how I steward that overall that's going to continue to shape and mold me. And I'll be able to, to truly put something together to bless people to be able to uh, to be better stewards of their time. Um, but uh, so I have this schedule, I have this schedule in 15 minute increment, increments. And I don't put in like cushion. <laughs> Every hour there's a little 15 minute block of cushion. No, that's not how I roll. It's boom, 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 boom. But when I slow down and I begin to listen for God, then I can hear him clearly when he says, like, don't do that now. Like it's on the schedule, do X, Y, and Z. I had, uh, I think it was like last week, maybe two weeks ago, um, I had a, a call set up with one of my homies and like one of my homies. And I actually um, paused. I didn't have a call set up. Um, something came up and I needed to talk to one of my homies. But I was looking at the schedule and I'm like, man, you know, I've been trying to challenge myself, like stick to the schedule, stick to the schedule. That consistency and discipline is going to pay off. Stick to the schedule. I've been, you know, slipping a little bit. Um, and so I was that day very focused on listening, sticking to my schedule, excuse me. But then, like, literally, the anxiety I started receiving or accepting about, um, or creating for that matter, about, like, making the time to talk to my homie, but then having to do something else. Do you know that literally me, like, okay, I know I need to do this. And I, I slowed down enough to acknowledge that, hey, I need to address this and I can't just push past it. Do you know that that thing that got, that was on my schedule, that meeting, got canceled? And then I literally had the freedom sit there, connect with my homie, talk, and for us to go in uh, and do life together. And it was amazing. And so listening for God in that moment. It wasn't an intentional time of prayer and study and worship. And I wasn't at church to be like, yes, God is speaking now. And this is when I expect him to speak and how I expect him to speak. But being, uh, uh, having clear enough mind and heart and slowing down, then I could hear God. So listening for God, that's something you definitely want to do. Because he will help you, literally, the Holy Spirit is a help me. God will help you get through the moments and the days and navigate them in a manner um, where it's optimal. So got an example for you, right? Uh, the tithe. If you're um, not familiar, the tithe is uh, something that the Bible speaks to, and it's 10% of your increase. All of your increase should be given to, uh, to God. And by giving let me scratch that, should be brought to God because it all belongs to him. Um, so 10% of your increase, all of your increase should be brought back to God. And so if you attend a church, your local church, wherever you're being fed, that will be where you take that or bring it back to God. And so uh, with time, it works the same way in, certain, in terms of when you give that 10% to God, one would think mathematically, I'd be able to do more with 100 than I can with 90. So why give God the 10? Well, spiritually, God says, bring to me first, bring to me what is mine first, and I'll bless the rest of it. And so that's the same thing with your time, with your schedule. As you listen for him, that God is shifting and moving. And what I have seen in my schedule is that bringing to him first and also listening for him, allowing to come in, that only, only God can do what God can do. Man, that's the short of it. I was going along there. I was going along there, really, and really, then. 
Only God can do what God can do. And so when I listen for him and I obey, he does something that I would not have been able to do with what I deemed as control that I was exercising in whatever given situation or circumstance. But uh, listen for God because only he can do what he can do. And that will always uh, supersede out um, outproduce, outwork, outsmart, out everything, whatever we are, are thinking of. Number three. So that third thing is uh, calibrating and recalibrating on your why. Again, how are we in, in positioning ourselves to enjoy life, to enjoy the moments and not just push through, push through, push through, trying to get to the end, wherever that is. But you need to calibrate and recalibrate to make sure that if there's some adjustments that need to be made, you tune that in and it's in your heart. Why am I doing this? Why am I going ahead with 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 this pursuit? Um, I know my end. Uh, what's your end? What's the goal? What's the call that God has on your life that you're pursuing? Where are you headed? My my end, my goal is not headed to uh hitting that color-coded schedule with without any mistakes and sticking to those 15-minute increments that I have seven days a week. But that's not my goal. It's a tool and a resource to help me reach my goals, but it is not the goal. So I have to remember, why am I doing this? And sometimes it's your, your big picture why. Sometimes it's literally just um, more minute and like, uh, uh, the, like a small task, like why am I literally doing this task or this thing? Why am I here on this earth, my purpose life? It can vary, but you always want to make sure you have a clear picture and understanding of what your why is, because that will help you remember, not just remember, but not to lose sight. That's a better said, but it will help you not lose sight of what you're working towards. And a part of that is uh, enjoying what it is that you're doing, not just doing to do, but uh, to, to be. Number four. Number four is communicating more. Hmm. How can you enjoy the moments through communication? I literally have begun to, and my head is over communicate, but in reality, it's not over communication. It's probably regular communication or still falling short. But I have begun to express things to people, um, whether it's in a situation or just overall that I previously would hold in because I didn't either, uh, I was afraid of how they would respond or I didn't think they could handle the information that I was giving them. So all of it basically rolled down to being fearful and then trying to control an outcome. And that's never really, that's not healthy. It's not a healthy thing. So something that I'm working on, but communicating more literally helps me to um, and will help you to enjoy more moments out of life. So where I could try to withhold something or thought that I have uh, with French, literally now, sometimes I just thought that, that disclaimer, hey, babe, this is just a thought. I don't have anything more than, than this, but just wanted to share what was on my heart. It could have been about an interaction we had. Mostly it's just about things that happened in my day. And I'm a big processor. So as I process, I let him in. He sees and understands more, knows what I'm thinking, what I'm experiencing. But that communication then takes the weight off of me being fearful and trying to control something. And I, I don't enjoy it because I'm fearful and trying to control. So I, I can't enjoy the moment because I'm so focused on uh, the outcome being outside of what I desire. 
So literally for me, communicating more and just letting things out um, has really been helpful in terms of being able to enjoy moments because I'm not I'm not overtaxed with dealing with suppressed feelings and thoughts and other people not doing what I have what I thought they should do or what I have set them up to do that I want it done. Um, I'm not I'm not overwhelmed with that. And so getting letting things out my thoughts, my heart, and sharing that with people um, and letting God uh, uh, handle the rest has really been helpful in allowing for me. And I know it can get you there to enjoy more moments in life. And number five, the last thing is reflecting more. So we have, one, slowed down. Two, we've listened for God more. Um, Three, we calibrate and recalibrate as necessary on the why behind what we're doing. Four, we're going to communicate more in general so that we don't bog down our capacity with silly things. Um, And then number five is just reflecting more. When you look at what's happening around you and actually reflect on them. So I have an idea in my mind of how something should happen or what it should look like. Then everything plays out. The experience has uh, gone by. It's completed. It's behind me. But if I just keep going, only the only thing that I see is the idea I had in my mind of what I wanted, and I know that what happened wasn't what I wanted, and I move forward. That's disappointment. So it's not enjoyment. That's frustration. It could be anger. It could be sadness. But if I take time after I have an idea, I have an experience that maybe doesn't meet the idea, or maybe it does, but then I reflect upon that experience in reflecting if it's good, it's good, and you, 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 you can just soak it up and make sure you celebrate and praise God, give him all the honor and glory. But if it's not good, which in most cases for me, I won't put that on everybody, but for me, there's a difference between what I expect and what happens. And things probably 98% of the time fall below my expectations. I'm going to just be honest. I have very high expectations, and I don't apologize for that. However, more recently here, I have literally begun to reflect more so that I don't just go from what I wanted and what didn't happen. That's not where I leave it. But I look to say, let me find the good in it. How can I get better? What happened that was still um, something that's worthy of celebrating, giving God praise and honor for? Because there's something good in everything. Literally, there's something good in everything. And that reflection has made all the more difference. And so instead of me having frustration, anger, or sadness, these um darker emotions and feelings that I then can stop and land or end on something positive because in my reflection, even if it's just, Hey, how I can do this better next time, that's still positive because I know in the future it'll be better. So I I am now like more prepared. I'm, I'm better than I was before. So taking that time to reflect has really been uh, life altering for me and allowing for me to enjoy the moments. I really, really hope that you uh, that you uh, take these five things in and try to apply them or make sure that you're consistently applying them. And I'm going to say them again for us. One, slow down. Two, listen for God more. Not just when you think he should be speaking, but listen for God more. Three, calibrate on your why. Remember why you're doing something. Four, communicate more. Don't hold everything in. Maybe you have to find the safe space to communicate those things. Maybe you don't have homies like I do that you can call up and communicate that to. Or maybe you don't have safe relationships or healthy relationships to communicate like I do with French. 
journaling is a form of communication. There are lots of ways to begin to try to exercise that muscle, but definitely communicate more. And then five, reflect. If you're not doing it at all, reflect. And if you are doing it, reflect more. Look for the positive. Look for the good in everything because it's there. All right. So taking those five things and applying those, I can see it now. I can hear the testimonies that I can't wait for you to share with me about how you're getting better, you're doing better, and you are literally uh, blazing towards that destination of more that God is calling you to. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't say that this episode drops during the week of Thanksgiving. Yes, the week of Thanksgiving. And in general, it's a time where a lot of people, most people are looking for and are encouraging each other to be thankful for something. Uh, when I reflect on Thanksgiving, I don't reflect upon it from the historical uh, standpoint of our nation, um, but I just kind of look at it as a time to gather and to be thankful so we don't have to get into the, the, to the uh, politics and history behind who's a what and what was wrong and who was wrong. But we'll consider this as an opportunity in our, in our nation to, uh, to be thankful for something. But I have uh, two challenges for you today. Aside from equipping you, I want to challenge you as well. Here are my two challenges. Number one, this week, find at least one thing, just one, find at least one thing that you are thankful for. Number two, it's starting this week where you find something that you're thankful for. And actually, I do want to share this little note for myself so I remember. So before we go to number two, let me run back real quick. Uh, my homie Robert shared today, um, and this was amazing. It blessed me so, and I wanted to make sure I shared it with you, that as you find one thing to be thankful for, he said, if you have something to be thankful for, you can be thankful in this season. That was so good. If you have something to, something, if you have something to be thankful for, you can be thankful in whatever season you're facing. So if you remember something to, or you have, grab a hold of that thing that you have to be thankful for. And then regardless of your situation or what you're facing, your circumstance, one, God is with you, but two, in that thing, you can be thankful. All right. So first challenge, find at least one thing this week to be thankful for and verbally acknowledge that. Number two, I challenge you to find something every day day. Yes, right. Every day. Find at least one thing every single day of your life. As long as there's breath in your body. Yes. As long as there's breath in your body, find one thing that you are thankful for every day and speak it out loud. That one thing, at least one thing that you're grateful for. And I promise you'll feel a shift You'll see a shift. You'll experience a shift. People around you will experience a shift in your, your perspective, your attitude, your demeanor. And it's just a positive outlook. So at this time of Thanksgiving, um, know that I am thankful for you for tuning into this episode, for sticking to the end, for seeing it through, for joining me on my journey, and for just being you. I am thankful for you. So with that, thankfulness, it makes us a better version of ourselves. And when we, uh, when we know better, we can do better and just be better. Remember, God has more for me. God has more for you. Now let's get it. Take care. Oh, happy Thanksgiving.